Hello, my name is Andrea, a traveler by heart, a remote worker on papers, a free spirit, and this is Travel Emotions, a virtual space where I share my travel stories, feelings, and emotions. I discuss openly about both positive and negative parts of being a citizen of the world and how I changed since the moment I embraced the unknown of living everywhere. Are you ready to embark on my journey? My first episode has the same name as my first attempt to ever have a podcast. Hello at home. But where is home when I changed more than 10 apartments, guest houses, hotels, hostels in the last year? Where is home when my passport says Romania, but I never felt I belonged there? Where is home? It is a question that I got many times and I will confess, I never had a clear answer to that. People say that home is not a place, but a feeling. And I agree with that to some extent. I checked on the other hand on the dictionary because I still have a nerdy side and the expression means to feel comfortable, relaxed. Is it true? Do I always feel comfortable when I feel like home? Yes and no. After some inner thinking, I got the conclusion that it was connected to my state of, of mind more than anything else. I feel like home when I'm relaxed mentally. It is the moment when I'm not that cautious about what could happen to me or where I could end up. I feel like home when I'm comfortable. That's true, but it has nothing to do with the exterior. So let's go back once again. Where is home? In the last year, I counted 22 places where I stayed between one night and four months. I'm a slow mad, a slow traveler for sure, but I had moments when I moved a lot mainly because I didn't feel comfortable where I was. I changed locations whenever I felt I did not belong there anymore, and I was never bothered by all the hustle. I made everything possible to reduce it, so my luggage got smaller, I still throw things away on the road, and my belongers are fewer. So, so is my attachment to any place. However, in some of these spots, I feel like home because of the atmosphere of the place, because of the people I met, or just because I was very, very happy with myself. I looked back for a little, and I still remember about Kental, Granada. It is a place where I accidentally arrived because I was looking for a cheap accommodation in the city of Granada. It was a guest house with a good energy and people who were never running for material things owned by two Germans that had an interesting story. Lifetime friends who shared the joy of living away from the country where they were born. Travelers as well. La Lucia would would let me wake up with the mountains in front of me, exactly how I used to do in my hometown. But it would also allow me to jump daily in a lake that reminded me of the pool where I learned swimming. Even more, there were always dogs barking and scaring me, exactly how it used to happen in the village of my grandparents. And I should tell you that I have phobia of dogs, if there are three dogs. Kentara made me feel connected to nature, and it let me get a taste of Transylvania, the wonderful place where I grew up. It drew me back in a period of my life where everything was perfect, so I stayed there much longer than I planned. And I definitely felt like home. On the other hand, I found amazing places in Reunion Island. It is a small piece of land located between... Madagascar and Mauritius, which looked perfect from the outside, but I did not fit. Nothing went well enough, 
and the dots did not connect in a way that would make me feel comfortable. Both internally and externally, I felt like a stranger. I looked yesterday at the photos and I sort of felt bad because I miss the island life. The mountains from the small piece of land, the palm trees and the proximity to the beach seemed like all I ever dreamed about. Yeah, some of my friends still tell me that that was a piece of heaven and they're right. However, after one month, I took all my things and I left. I did not belong there. And home is a hard place to find and it is not where you expect it to be. From a different perspective, you are your home. It was written on a photo that a friend sent me. Naturally, I would say that it applies to any traveler because of the lifestyle we choose. But I remember about all people I met along the way. You are your home when you're at peace with yourself. When you can fall asleep without wondering who you are or where you're going. You are your home when your heart and your brain are co-living peacefully and you do not start worse between them. You are your home when you accept who you are and you're not afraid to say it out loud. I met many people while traveling around the world. I met people traveling to find answers to questions about themselves, to find their own peace and path in life, who are trying to escape from toxic relationships, professional failures or big losses in their lives. I met people who are running away, hoping that their life will never catch them. So no, not any traveler is his or her home, but any traveler looks to get there. However, this is a sensation that changes quickly. Today, you might be your home, but tomorrow, you might be a stranger for yourself. And on the road, this can be very difficult. I, I say it from my own experience. There are no friends that can listen to you unconditionally, and there is no place you can hide for months. Your comfort zone is so far away that you can barely find it on, the, on Google Maps. So what do you do? There's just yourself that you need to listen to, understand, and deal with. You become your home again, but you need to do steps in that direction. As a teenager, I dreamed of being a billionaire by 30, living in New York and becoming a CEO. At 20, after a trip outside Europe, I started looking for answers on who I was. And at 24, I defined freedom as inner peace, without even realizing that. A year later, at 25, I would say that I would like to always be my home. It's very simple. I would like to keep and grow the ability to accept myself, to listen to my body and heart more and build things that all of me is happy about. In essence, I would like to feel like home everywhere, but not because of where I am, but because of who I am. I know I would enjoy the salty air much more, but who knows how this could change. Before wrapping up, I would like to ask you, do you feel like home? Why? Where am I? This is a section where I discuss about the places where I am and how I feel here. It is a little summary of my current state of mind and my pinpoint on map. For the last few months, I've been in Morocco and 
I could say it is interesting. I came here because I was trying to escape a lockdown, and guess what? I got stuck here. I wanted to stay for two weeks, and I'm still here, having some doubts that my flight will not get cancelled again. I, came, I first came here when I was 19, and I will confess I was not ready for this reason why. I would say I did not enjoy the country as much as I do right now. At the same time, even nowadays, I do not think I belong here, or I could live here, but I think... It is a place that taught me a lot. It is interesting to observe how a country so close to Europe still preserves its culture and values, its traditions. Aspect that I feel it's slowly getting lost in Europe, and I really appreciate it. At the same time, the value of family here is very important, and there was more than once when I missed my family, even if I'm a traveler, so I'm quite used to see them not very often. Lastly, in Morocco, I learned, or I remembered, how to negotiate. You always have to do that. In fact, it's not only about the price, it is a whole experience that at the end leaves you and the seller happy. You got a better price, he got enough money, and both of you are happy with the deal, right? Well, for someone who grew up in Europe, this can be challenging. And when I'm not in a good mood, I confess I'm not very happy to do so. But I got my lesson and I always ask twice for the price, at least. In the first month, I stayed in Shepshawen. And even if I love the mountains... And I love the place where I stayed. I realized that I need salty air, so I had it south. Tiffnit was an experience that I enjoyed the most. A little guest house in a fisherman village with no tourists. Amazing, right? I left that place thinking that I will come back. That's what I always do when I love something. And I headed to Tagazut, the village that I knew from my past experience here. It changed so much. At the moment, it feels like a surfer's heaven with a lot of people from Europe, US, and Australia who got stuck here. Most of them have more than six months in the village, and some of them do not think leaving. There's something between Morocco and its charming way to make people stay, right? Well... It was not my case because I'm not a surfer, so I left. And at the moment, I'm in the Sarira, in a wonderful Riyadh, waiting for my plane. I still hope it will not get cancelled, but who knows, who knows. I learned here to adapt after I got five flights cancelled. And honestly, I wouldn't be bothered to stay longer in a Sarira. I will head to my kite surfing lesson, so I'll see you soon. This is Travel Emotions, a podcast that will appear every two weeks. Subscribe to this channel and join me in this journey to discover more about travel emotions and much more. Have a great week and see you soon.